welcome back to this week's podcast of Light Through a Distorted Lens. This week, we're gonna, I'm going to be, we, who's the we here exactly? I'm going to be talking about Disney, 5G. I'm trying to read my tabs right here on my computer. Uh, crazy gun law things. Alfred Kinsey a little bit. And um, men that want to, or I guess are, breastfeeding babies okay newborn babies hashtag literal child abuse but uh this is nothing new in my realm of researching transgenderism everything i've heard of this before and it was some this was actually the thing that made me uh get off facebook the weirdest thing um courtney cox was narrating some film that i don't even know facebook was Putting out, I'm saying I don't even know because I don't remember quite what the hell it was. All I know is that Facebook was promoting it, and Courtney Cox is narrating it of a man. I can't remember who the couple was. I know it was a man, maybe and a woman, but obviously the man's pretending to be a woman. Uh, wants to um, live out his fetish of. I hate using the word breastfeeding because it's they don't have milk ducks or any sort of capability to breastfeed so i'd rather call it chest feed really uh but it was this disgusting fetishy overweight man had a baby to its like chest nipple and i was i it literally made me physically ill to my stomach um just beyond repulsive and on top of that i'm not gonna do it because i'm wearing lipstick today but the dude, so he's looking down, you know, it's a photo of him. Actually, I think it's photo and video. He's looking down, as you do when you breastfeed, if you were an actual woman. And he's biting his lip like he's getting off to it. The whole, oh, I need to pull up that thing uh, now before I forget. Because I just saw that today of uh, more depravity. And this is why, unfortunately, some of it is unfortunate, why I can't follow a lot of feminists on Twitter because the stuff that they repost, which is what I used to do really is reposting some horrible, just frequently reposting depraved, depraved, uh, disgusting fetishy things, which is, you know, giving you an inside scoop look on in on uh transgender trans identified males, which is males pretending to be women. And it was unbearable and it really started affecting my mental health. Uh, so Unfortunately, I can't follow a lot of those ladies because, um, you know, when I was doing my whole radical feminism thing, I was heavily into just reposting all this stuff. And um, interesting thing about Twitter is uh, people retweet stuff that is like faces of death level of material. Uh, if you know, if you grew up on the internet like when the internet first started and maybe you know about faces of death. It's some website that's kind of like rotten.com. I mean, the, the name says that says it all with that one. It's just total disgusting. Like, uh, I'm not going to say one of them. It was horrifying and it's still in my head. Actually, you know what I am? Cause it was so messed up. It was some, I think fetishy thing of women wearing high heels and crushing kitten skulls with the heel of the, yeah, it's just, I, I can't even stand even saying that. Uh, I mean, the internet was so weird back then because there was less restrictions on, like, basically everything. I saw my first porn using the internet in the basement. Uh, it was The Simpsons. I think I mentioned that before. Just 
I was mortified. Like I didn't know what I was looking at. It was just one of those things. It's like a train wreck where you're like, what is this? Um, and I suspect if you guys remember E-Bombs World, going back to the early internet days of GeoCities and whatnot, I used to visit E-Bombs World a lot. And this other website, I can't remember what it was. I think E-Bombs World actually did have games on it. I used to play so many like internet games back then, just like cheapo JavaScript flash games. Because uh, I used to play them in uh, our drafting class when we got done with uh, schoolwork. But I, I highly suspect that how I even found rotten.com or faces of death because there was no social media so how is it that i stumbled upon those websites i don't think it was a mistake um i I'm, i don't think the trying to pervert children's minds is anything new by any stretch of the imagination i think the internet is evil my uh, best friend ellen is really onto something she thinks that the internet is like satan and not really satan literally but <laughs> just demonic and it really is though where was I going with that? Um, oh, I just highly suspect that on those websites, E-Bombs World, while it was kind of innocent, a little bit racy, nowhere near porn or anything like that, or like actual death, uh, I suspect that there was ads to the horrible websites that I found myself traversing to. Anyway, that is a little bit of a tangent and backstory. And I've actually confronted my mom recently. I've been like, are you aware that I was like sexting with older men because I have daddy issues? um through AOL's chat rooms and she didn't really say much back because I I mean what do you say as a mother I guess um but having a, the computer in the basement like that and not like in a family space where everyone can see what you're doing I think is was so one of the biggest reasons why I, I did wind up saying all that garbage granted I guess it could have been worse than what I saw but the things I saw it were horrific and I think faces of death didn't even say what that was but it's basically just as rotten as rotten.com where um, you watch people die. And uh, I, I think that's what it was. I, to be honest, I can't even remember. It's been a while because I don't need to remember that shit. Um, I wanted to pull up the article about, oh, the, the fetish thing. Let me just dive right into it. It's going to get uncomfortable as usual. So hopefully you can read it better this time because last time I think the font or something was something was too tiny. I really hate that I have to read this as well because... I remember reading this a while ago. I guess this came out in 2017. It's a, from queer, I'm sorry, the stranger.com. Uh, and the title is my first time breastfeeding my daughter. I can't highlight it because apparently this article actually got booted, but you can Wayback machine it. Wayback machine is a internet uh, service website that if websites are, I, I believe this is what it is. If, if websites are deleted, you can actually reference them and pull them up using Wayback machine, even though People are pretty dirty and they'll still scrub like Kiwi Farms was scrubbed, I believe, from the Internet. And I think that's messed up. That's a whole different story that I keep referencing to that I still haven't dove, dove into. Anyway, well, you want to read this, but here I go. <sighs> my, the title is My First Time Breastfeeding My Daughter by Dana Fried. This is a male, by the way. Breastfeeding is freaky, not the sucking bit. You're reading The Stranger. So odds, so odds are you've had a titty sucked at some point in your life. I guess The Stranger's a book. No, it's because when my baby attached to my breast, there was an incredible chemical cascade that ran through my entire body like lightning. Imagine the most electric thing a partner has ever done to you and multiply it by 10. I could feel my brain rewiring, creating pathways that would permanently connect me to my child. And here's a, here's a kicker in parentheses. And yeah, I kind of got off on it. Don't judge. 
my word. So that was, I think, in response to... Oh, I'm not going to read that because it's more in depth of disgustingness of that. I've said this time and again, the whole, you know, it's a fetish. It is a freaking fetish with these adult males. And I don't think it's necessarily a fetish at all. Male, males and females are very different. Um, like the fact that male homosexuals were touched at a young age. And I firmly believe that... Um, yeah, if you're a, an adult male homosexual, you were molested as a child. And if you've talked to them or you get them to open up or listen to an interview of a homosexual that talks about their past, every time, I'm not going to say every time, I'm not using, I'm not using the word always and, um, always and never and every time or whatever. More often than not, they were molested at a young age. Now, I don't think to be a lesbian woman is is the same parameters that you, you know, the women, young girls get molested and then they wind up being a lesbian for, for whatever reason seems to be with resounding evidence that men that anyway, you get what I'm saying here. So I think that the just males and females just are different. Males just want to have sex all the time. Um, it's no wonder that when women are put on testosterone, they want, you know, their, their sex drive, I, I believe is through the roof because well, their confidence is through the roof. I know that. I don't like saying quoting that cause I don't like, cause I, there's so much stuff in my head that I want to make sure that I say in that correctly. Um, but, it's, but I don't have that reference in front of me. So this is an article that I saw was like a trending. It's not trending. Twitter used to be on the right-hand side where it used to say trending. But now it says like happening now, which just means propaganda circle jerk. This is uh, from insider.com. The title is trans and adoptive parents are breastfeeding without giving birth. Quote, it made me feel more like a mom. I actually love this art because it's so colorful. Unfortunately, the context is uh I don't I don't know what sex this is. So anyway, besides the fact. So I want you to notice the wording in this article because uh I think it's very intentional. Let me start. Jackie Kent will never forget the moment her son Everett latched onto her breast for the first time. Giving birth and breastfeeding a child were things she'd always longed to do, but after some failed intrauterine insemination procedures, an examination led to the discovery that Kent's uterus had a congenital defect. Kent, 35, and her wife, Megan, were told Kent would never be able to carry a baby. So, off the bat, Jackie Kent sounds like a woman going on. I still am like reading this article and the one, one paragraph I had to read like four times pulling up. Cause I had a, I had notes on this article. I used to take notes from my podcast because it helped me um, gather my thoughts easier when I'm reading an article on my own. But uh, a couple who live in Chico, California decided to switch roles with Kent giving her eggs, but Megan carrying her, their child Kent resigned herself to the dream of breastfeeding being over but after a friend adopted a baby, the couple learned of a process called induced lactation, a regime regimen of medication and pumping meant to trick the body into thinking it is pregnant and encourage it to produce milk. Kent knew it, would, it was something she wanted. The day Megan gave birth to Everett, Kent was there to breastfeed him. She and Megan later went on to co-feed their second child, Sutton, for the first week of her life. So I think this is a female-female couple. 
Hey there! One of the easiest and free things you can do to help out my podcast is to leave a Apple podcast review for this podcast. It is free, pretty effortless. It takes, I don't know, less than a minute out of your day. If you don't want to do that, you can support my podcast by heading to paypal.me forward slash LP Foster Kittens or become a monthly subscriber to my Subscribestar, which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. As always, thank you so much for listening and following me on Odyssey or YouTube, subscribing, hitting the bell, because I've been told that hitting the bell helps out a lot with getting notified that I'm even posting new content. So God bless y'all and let's keep trucking on y'all. No, this is the, I'm going to skip forward. Uh, let's see. I had to read. Well, I have it written here somewhere in this article. Uh, Christina Avery, 40, from Ontario, Canada, was already a mother of two teenagers when she fell in love with her future husband, Radford Cowan. A year into the relationship, Cowan told Avery he planned to transition from female to male, but still wanted their... Okay, so yeah, it's a woman. So just the wording of it is... I don't know. With so many pronouns and whatnot, I'm, I I can never tell like w what I'm reading is true or it's a it's a brain fuck, and I think it's intentional. Da, 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 da. Let's see here. So what was very telling about this paragraph is it says blah 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 a regimen of medication. First of all, you have to medicate yourself to mimic the natural process of uh, milk flowing from your breast if you're a woman who has given birth. You have to literally mimic it. Well, you have to trick it. You have to trick your body into thinking it is pregnant and encourage it to produce milk, which makes absolutely no sense because women that have given birth, their breast milk is catered precisely to the needs of their baby. Like if their baby has a, or is, has, I don't know if it has a cold, but whatever's going on with the baby, the milk is directly connected to the needs of the baby. So Women that can't breastfeed due to certain issues, like just having issues producing the milk, I suppose, uh, can use like Facebook groups or wherever to use other women's breast milk. But to me, I'm like, that breast milk is made for another baby entirely. And how we don't know how that's going to affect the ba that baby. That's not the, uh, you know, true recipient of that milk. I don't know. So again, this wording is so not surprising meant it, it's because the whole transgenderism is tricking you tricking you with pronouns tricking you with the the way that they dress and the way that they hide their natural features whatever their sex may be breastfeeding felt so normal and natural and it felt like i finally had to space it this is such a uh narcissistic route of like notice how this mother or not even mother i guess surrogacy woman lesbian couple which is so I'm not for that at all. Abomination. A baby should have a mother and father. Because um, both male and female offer different teaching methods and just, bet, you know, insights on how to raise a child. I don't think it's, it's not meant to be that way. So it's just such a, a me, me, me thing to use a baby because you feel uncomfortable with not being able to breastfeed or whatnot. I'm like, if that's what happened to your body, then that's what happened. Um, that's why, you know, at, at what level am I comfortable with um, being able to produce babies like IVF? Like, that's pretty invasive and kind of playing God. Not even kind of, I think it is playing God.
Induced lactation can confer all the benefits of breastfeeding due to the use of social media. Induced lactation is becoming more widely known. Yeah, we know. So yeah, this is definitely woman, woman, boy, and baby. Inducing lactation can be beneficial in lots of situations. Silberstein said it helps with bonding and has the same nutritional benefits as breastfeeding after pregnancy, which I tell, I call total effing bullshit on like total BS. The stuff that the stuff, literal stuff that you're producing out of your breast is not going to have, I don't think any nutrition. It's just like uh, medicated garbage. There's, it's such a lie. I'm like, that is such a lie right here. Same nutritional as benefits as breastfeeding after pregnancy. I, I call it total BS. Um, it talks about lesbian <laughs> as a non-gestational partner queer relationship, lesbian couple using a surrogacy, which is also horrifying. Uh, the protocols begin six months after birth when the parent is encouraged to take a combination of birth control pill containing progesterone and estrogen, along with a daily dose of domperidone, an anti-nausea medication that has side effect of causing the breast to swell. The birth control serves to look at how like involved this is serves to, to suppress a parent's milk supply until six weeks before birth. The parent then ceases to take the birth control, but, but continues with the domperidone. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. It sounds like a, um, sounds like uh, champagne. This encourages a rapid decrease in serum progesterone levels and increase in serum prolactin levels, mimicking the chemical reactions caused by giving birth and having one's milk come in. Another interesting word here is mimicking and the whole transgenderism, everything is that mimicking, you know, what sex you are not. And I just think the wording here is kind of iconic to what transgenderism is. Um, it goes on to talk about how they do it and what kind of like herbs they take. Um, and then this is interesting. Both the pumping and medication must continue after the baby is born and starts feeding. This encourages the body to produce more milk and prevents the supply from drying up. So I'm like, I mean, I know that you can have some alcohol, not like go on a booze bender uh, while you're breastfeeding. Like, it's not the same rules or, or not rules. I mean, it is rules to me. Guidelines of, you know, you can't have alcohol and whatnot, but it's not the same guidelines are, um, after you give birth and when it comes to breastfeeding. But that being said, I know that, you know, obviously if your medication is really high uh, dosage or you drink a lot of alcohol, it is going to affect the breast milk. Um, let me see. I had an article pulled up right here. Let me pull it up over here. This is from centerforresearch.org, taking medications uh, while pregnant or breastfeeding. Let me pull it up from my email though. So what's interesting is that the article from Insider says that uh, medication continues, or no, wait, it says it has no effect. It says somewhere it doesn't affect it. Da, da, da. Dang it. Um, anyway, it says it somewhere in this article. I wish I had this saved, but unfortunately I didn't organize it that well. Um, but I went on to research it and, uh, this is again from the, not that website, but this one, can I take medications while breastfeeding? Some women decide not to breastfeed because they are worried that medications that they must take for chronic conditions or pain will be passed onto the nursing infant through breast milk. Fortunately, there are many medications that are not passed through breast milk or have limited to no side effects on infants. 
Sometimes women are able to reduce the amount of medicine in breast milk by breastfeeding just before taking it, which is interesting because notice that they said uh, it has limited or no effect on infant, but then it says uh, some women are able to reduce the amount of medicine in breast milk by uh, breastfeeding just before taking it, which implies obviously that their, their breast milk is affected by the medicine you're taking. Just interesting wording how they had it in this website. Um, need some coffee. Except for it's not coffee. Oh my Lord. If you live in the Austin or if you visit the Austin area, there's this place called Summer Moon. <laughs> and they have this stuff called Moon Milk and it's ridiculously, absurdly sweet. This is chai, by the way. I didn't mean to say coffee. And it's just, I think I've already talked about this, where I'm like, no human needs to be consuming that amount of sugar on any level in a, a, especially a drinkable form thing. It's just, it's absurd. So my husband got me some chai and I asked him to ask them, is there moon milk in it? Cause it's already so sweet. And he wound up putting moon milk in it. And I was like, no, it's not what I wanted. Well, it's fine. I was like, thank you. But it is, apparently it's, uh, some people on Reddit claim they cracked it and say that it's uh, basically a liquid ice cream and heavy whipping cream. It's, it's ridiculous. So this chai is like, Ugh, way too much, but maybe it'll give me the hype that I need for the podcast. Oof, it's rough though. It's thick. Ooh, Lord. God almighty. It definitely tastes like liquid ice cream. Not gonna lie. This is fun. I didn't even finish that article. I think I did. I mean, there's, I could talk more about it. Um, blah, blah, blah. Woman's like, I just, these things are so selfish. It's like all for me, 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 the whole breastfeeding thing. Um, infertility is traumatic and has a grieving process. This woman said, there's a loss of what you thought your life would look like and feeling like your body is somehow broken and it can't do what it was meant to do. With inducing lactation, I felt if I can't grow him in the body, at least I can help him grow once he's out and with me. It was incredibly healing, even with its challenges. I'm like, so it's all about you healing your uh, trauma behind not being able to breastfeed. I'm like, talk about selfish. It's ridiculous. Look at this ridiculous photo. I'm like, what exactly? What kind of new? It actually sickens me. It grosses me out. It hurts my stomach. Not a fan. I'm like, there's that kid's not getting any nutrient. Oh, I just uh, nasty. Like, <laughs> I'm great with words here. Oh yeah, yeah. More depravity here. This is from not the bee. Um, Indiana University erects statue to honor a wicked pedophile. Yesterday, the Daily Wire's. Okay, I don't even know about Daily Wire, but. Uh, I guess this is uh, Indiana University's website in Bloomington article um, says bronze sculpture of Alfred C. Kinsey marks 75th anniversary of Kinsey Institute. And you can see the sculpture here. So if you don't know who Kinsey is, he is a, a well-known pedophile that ex experimented on babies from like from baby, you know, newborn babies to the age of mm, possibly a teenager. I, I can't remember the age range. There's literal babies that he's getting to, he's claiming that he uh, got them to rise to an orgasm, which it's just, I hate even saying that because it's truly disgusting. Um, all in the name of research. This guy is disgusting and he just looks like a demon. Um, but yeah, of course, Indiana University would have this guy as a bronze statue on their campus. It's absolutely despicable what this guy did. And I remember that movie came out that Hollywood put out called, I think it's just called Kinsey with um the guy who's from taken i think it's called taken i forgot his name you guys know him he's wonderful he was in one of the batman movies 
you know, if I find out who you are, I'll, I'll find you and kill you. I forgot what the phrase is. You guys get it. Liam Neeson. How could I forget? <laughs> Liam Neeson's. Cannot believe I forgot that. Told you pregnancy brain is real. Uh, what was I saying about? Oh, he played Kinsey in that film. And I remember watching it when I was like exploring the dark side of life and being like, what a great film. Just the way that they did it was like, I guess in this, I believe the sixties exploring yourself and sexual revolution. And I was like, Ooh, oh my gosh, bad, awful, disgusting. But it's just funny how Hollywood make him, made him look like he was a hero and very clean and nothing about pedophilia, of course. Um, some of the documentaries that I've watched, I believe whose children are they or mind polluters, possibly both of them. I can't remember at this point. Uh, definitely touched base with uh, who Alfred Kinsey is. He had a huge impact on the whole gender revolution thing. I'm pretty sure he's the one that coined that term gender. So that's fun. Again, not the B. Uh, headline is new Peppa Pig episode entitled Families introduces lesbian polar bear couple. Um, yeah. And this is from NBC's News. His Twitter says, I live with my mummy and my other mummy. Peppa Pig has introduced its first same-sex couple, two lesbian polar bears. Um, so if you guys, I know I've told you guys about Elsa gate. Let's see. Um, basically Elsa gate is this documentary series that somebody did on their own time about these videos that are really horrific that are basically grooming. Let's see. I got to find the right YouTube channel here. I'm searching for it on the YouTube's it's the YouTube channel is called investigating YouTube and they have a whole playlist called investigating YouTube that has, I guess, 14 videos on it. Um, I highly recommend finding time and watching all of them because they're incredibly eye opening about how I think YouTube has a huge role in allowing this to happen. Some of the videos are, uh, Disney cosplay, horrible like costumes that you buy from, you know, Hollywood Express. Uh, Disney characters in those kind of crappy costumes reenacting things like, I don't know, Elsa sleep on a bed and the, the Spider-Man comes in and puts his head underneath her skirt and does all this and like kidnaps a girl, slams her finger in the door, like really violent, sexually abusive, rapey things are shown in those videos and but there are videos that are available on the children's youtube um which is obviously incredibly disturbing it's directed at toddlers and young children let me see if i can find the uh where's the whole playlist of them oh they're there let's see disturbing content instilled learning helplessness and toddlers this one's all about this whole you know they, they, these series of videos that encourage your kid to be helpless, like not, to not be able to help themselves. It's, it's incredibly messed up watching it. Um, this one's about replacing early cognitive development with, what does it say? With conditioning. Pardon me if you can hear that. Um, just, just go to their YouTube and I promise you, you will get something out of it and learn something. This one has that whole violent thing. Um, has Elsa with her fingers chopped off. Judith Reisman is amazing. They have some video interviews with her. She's incredible. Just it's it's very eye-opening. When I watched this, I, I firmly believe that Disney had something to do with um kind of keeping these videos on YouTube because I'm like, Disney, I mean, it's like a copyright violation of you know using the characters' images for 
you would think things that are highly inappropriate that would you would think ruin Disney's reputation, but the fact that they're still up and Disney did nothing about it to take it down told me that Disney's in on this. Like they Disney, you know, basically I think reels children in with their cinema, you know, their cartoons, movies, Marvel, whatever you name it. And then they go to YouTube to try to find videos about those movies um, or the internet in general, really, and discover these horrific, really bizarre, highly, highly disturbing, poorly filmed and edited videos on YouTube. You know, like my whole thing with being on the internet at a young age and um, seeing all the horrible stuff on uh, rotten.com and whatnot. I just, it was a very confusing time for me. I didn't know what I was looking at. Like I did, but um, just, it was just horrifying. And I, I think these kids now are going through that with this Elsa gate madness. Um, it's, it's just so eye opening. And I love that this person that did this series, you know, did their own investigation really on YouTube and their complicity and having these videos still be up. I'm just, you really have to watch it for yourself. I, I can explain it all live long day, but it's something you have to experience for yourself. I'd say, um, Oh, well, that's why I was going on with the Peppa Pig thing. So there's a couple of videos of like really violent, inappropriate, sexual, yet again, uh, with using Peppa, Peppa, the is it Peppa the pig? Peppa pig. And so after I saw that, I was just like, I feel like Peppa Pig is not an innocent show as it seems to be or makes it out to be because I have seen it at home with my nieces and nephews. And of course, you know, it's loved by how many people? A lot. It's a very popular show. Um, but I can't say that I'm actually surprised that they're starting to do all this um, sexual agenda stuff. Like, why are you? It's just. Yeah. I'm not surprised. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's the Elsa Gate TV show. Pretty much. So this is, uh, I mean, all, this is like all of them are disturbing. I don't know why I keep saying this is disturbing. Like they're all disturbing. These articles I'm pulling up. So this is from TexasRightToLife.com. Popular card game company forces customers to fund abortion. The popular card game uh, Cards Against Humanity has decided to start committing actual crimes against humanity by funding the murder of innocent pre-born children in the womb. According to the games' website, 100% of profits from orders to force birth Republican hellholes will be donated to the National Network of Abortion Funds. By placing orders on any of the website's products, customers who mark their home location in any pro-life state, including Texas, are notified their purchase will go toward the abortion industry's efforts to destroy human life. So it shows screenshots from the web. Let's see. Screenshots of the website's messages to Texas customers. Um, and it says, fuck exclamation mark you live in texas a theocratic hellscape where human beings are forced to carry unwanted pregnancies by threat of imprisonment we're donating 100 of our profits from your order to the national network of abortion funds and the uh options it gives you to click is okay other one is give five dollars more we'll match it next one is what i'm pro-life i didn't agree to this so if you click the i'm pro-life one it takes you to the page that says so you don't want us using your money to pay for abortions i think that's the next page yeah um, you know, sometimes people have values imposed upon them by bigger, more powerful ent entities, and they are forced to do things they don't want to do, like carry an unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> Maybe don't have sex. Uh, for example, but we just added an extra don $5 donation to the National Network of Abortion Funds to your cart. So talk about like passive aggressiveness by some 
clearly extremely woke company. And I can't say I'm surprised. I used to play that game. And it definitely, looking back on it, had like, we're an edgy game. Like, ooh, inappropriate and whatnot. Um, my friend used to host game nights and we would play that game. I think it got a, a lot more woke, though, after I, uh, that friend kind of denounced um, my husband and I as friends. Because we don't believe X can become B. <laughs> Let's see. I'm reading or uh, scrolling down on the website. Anyway, I mean, you can read more about that on the website if you want to. This is hilarious. This is The Guardian. It says... <laughs> Having children may make you more conservative, study finds. Research offers possibility that a decline in the birth rate contributes to liberal liberalization. Oh my gosh. Like gray hairs and unexpected aches, becoming more current conservative is often thought to be a byproduct of age, but now it appears it may be rooted in a different cause, having children. Researchers have found that people who do not have children tend to be more socially liberal than parents, and that having children ex help explains why people tend to become more right-wing with age. Why is that a bad thing exactly? Like, honestly, there is this idea that as you get older, you become more conservative from experience and from being bitten by the real world, said Dr. Nick Carey, co-founder of the research from the University of Pennsylvania. But it doesn't seem to be the case. If you look at, uh, if you look at people who are not parents, you just do not see an age difference. Um... Blah, blah, blah. I, I, it's just, it's too long to read. I can't really, I'm not able to read articles on the go like this and like pick out what the best part of it is. It's not how I roll, but um, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how they're leaning on this article, at least from what I read. Uh, is it trying to make it, are they trying to make it sound like having children is bad, right-wingy, uh, you know, traits or whatnot like if you're conservative you're you're the, likely gonna have children or the other way around like is that a bad thing exactly i think i don't know maybe it's more interesting than um bashing conservatives i took i took it as just uh i just think it's absurd it's an absurd statement i don't think that being conservative i mean what liberals have children too uh whatever anyway although i'm not surprised that liberals maybe more now aren't having children because be number one being sterilized for the whole gender stuff Number two, um, believing the whole lie about, you know, World Economic Forum and depopulation and, you know, not having children makes you a boss bitch. And there's a lot of commercials, too, if you've noticed, or like uh, ads on websites and YouTube that have like, I've seen one where it's a couple. It's comparing a couple that have like a couple of children with a couple that don't have children. And it basically shows the you know, people that have children living in chaos and they're all like stressed and there's crap everywhere. And the kids are going crazy, hitting them with a pillow. And of course the ones without kids are like calm and feel at peace. And it's just, it's so it's, so, it's not so subtle programming to put in your head of the viewer that you don't have children. Look at how stressful this is. Like this stuff absolutely has an impact on our psyche and, you know, especially with ads and whatnot. I don't know, whatever, you know, I try to look away half the time when it comes to YouTube ads because I don't want them to capture my mind in any capacity. Definitely always muted, but oh, this is always fun. There's a lot of Not the Bee articles, I guess, I have pulled up this week. Um, I don't know who runs Not the Bee. I would assume Babylon 
be, but I don't know. Disney workers, teachers among 160 arrested in Florida during human trafficking sting. Um, out of the 160 people, only a handful of people were arrested from Polk County. One of those people was Deputy Police Chief Jason DePrima. Another was a state corrections officer. Another worked at a public high school as a computer technician on, out on bond for having sex with a student. Carlos Gonzalez is a math teacher at New Dimensions High School who was also busted in the operation. He's one of the few from Polk County. John Layton is a track coach at West Orange High School and was arrested for attempting to solicit a prostitute. And he was arrested for a while wearing a shirt from the tr uh, high school track team. It's lovely. I mean, it's not surprising that people that are pedophilic or just total perverts like this would go into a profession that has you surrounded by children um, or, you know, like positions of power, like an officer of the law. You would never suspect that that would be a person that would do something like this or even, um, you know, ministers of churches and whatnot. You would never suspect it, which is why I think they lean into those roles because you would never suspect it. Um, yeah, I mean, this is nothing new. And of course, if you were going to be a pedophile, that you would work somewhere at Disney uh, because you're around children all day. Whoopee. So onto the Disney train here. I'm sure you have or haven't heard because at this point, who gives a shit? Disney can go back to the hell that they came from. Uh the, there's some sort of extension or something you can have that either removes the block of seeing the downloads on YouTube or does something. Maybe it's a browser. I don't know what it is, but I know it's possible to still see the downloads on YouTube and the new little mermaid trailer teaser, official teaser trailer put out by Walt Disney studios has 1 million downloads. This was, uh, I think it was like a day ago or maybe two days ago. No, it's like four or five days old. So I'm sure this number is different now. And the upvotes are two, two, 287,000 upvotes. So, of course, you don't ever see the downvotes because they took that down a while ago. But also, this is number seven on trending. What? Um, so, it's just they have the new Little Mermaid being portrayed by a, a black woman who kind of, you know, doesn't have a, a most attractive looking face. I think she has a unique face, but, you know, most humans, I'd say like all humans, are inclined to like faces that are more symmetrical. Not that. No one would like a uh, perfectly symmetrical face because that's not human. But the more symmetrical it is, the, the more attractive I believe a human is to another human. Um, I don't think this woman's ugly by any means, but you know she's just not that classical Disney-looking princess. So I'm sure that's jarring to some people. Um, you know, I'm just like, why? To me, they're blackwashing the character, like. Uh, Little Mermaid Ariel is white. And if imagine if we were to do this with uh, the princess and the frog, who that, that princess is a black princess. Imagine if it was a live action movie and we made that princess white. Like that'd be outrageous. They would, they would I mean, first of all, it would never come to fruition because Lord knows the uproar on cancellation on Twitter would be exploding. But, you know, to me, I'm just like, I don't have, I have no problem with creating new content and creating a character that's not white. Um, I do like variety. But rehashing something where the character was originally white, I think is just really silly. Um, it's it's obvious that they're pandering uh, to woke people in this whole BLM um, era we're kind of living in. 
I don't I have no problem with black people, obviously, but it's just like I see what they're doing and it's it's yawn yawn worthy, honestly. Uh, the Marine, this Marine biologist explained why <laughs> this is on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed is hot garbage. Okay. I haven't read BuzzFeed on my own in like ages. Remember how much I used to as well. It, BuzzFeed kind of reminds me of the journalist, journalistic view that kind of E-bombs world was like the popularity and like flashiness of it reminds me of it. I think probably E-bombs world is still there. Anyway, this Marine, this is, uh, I don't, it doesn't say it's a, an opinion article, but I guess all of BuzzFeed is opinion. Um, this was posted yesterday. This marine biologist explained why deep sea fish tend to be darker. <laughs> so y'all can shut up about a little mermaid being black now. If you're trying to attract something, you don't want to be obvious. They want to be able to hang out a light to attract prey. They don't want that light to light them up. So if the light disappears into their skin, no problem. Oh my lord, how hilarious is that? <laughs> people on Twitter were like, so you're equating black people to like vicious predators? Because deep sea animals, a lot of them are predatory, you know, it's why they're like dark and camouflaged and they have a little little light uh, dangling in front of their head because it looks like it's a worm or something and it tricks other fish. It's just the whole threat about that is hilarious. And I'm like, what? what a stretch. I mean, honestly, that's actually factually hilarious i actually love that angle it's unique and creative like the way that their mind thought of that but it's also hilarious oh my gosh oh my gosh i, I think she's a beautiful uh black woman um part of me is like i have no problem with her portraying ariel i don't give a shit like whatever i actually really don't care because i remember when they uh what's that brandy that black singer was, uh, she played Belle from Beauty and the Beast, I believe, back in like the 2000s. And I was like, okay, that's clearly a film for the black people, black groups of people to, you know, get them to go watch the film. I was like, I don't have a problem with that, though. Like, I think it's silly, personally, but because they've already created the character. Why are you watching it with a new race? It just seems silly to me. It seems lazy. Like, create a new character. Create a new Disney princess. Like, the princess and the frog, that's great. Like, I think we should have a variety of Disney... Uh, Disney can F off anyway, but we, we should have a variety of uh, different kind of princesses. Why not? Oh, my God. This uh, moon milk is thick, dude. <laughs> All right. So, this is from Children's Health Defense, uh, who runs that is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's amazing. Love him. So ha hashtag no 5G near schools. Keep cell towers away from schools and demand 5G safety studies. Our kids need your help to protect them from the harmful 5G and cell tower radiation. Schools are accepting financial incentives from telecom giants to add cell towers to their properties. In true big tech fashion, corporate profits have taken priority over public health. Children's Health Defense, CHD, wants to stop the uncontrolled rollout of 5G and cell tower equipment near schools and residential neighborhoods. Need you to help force. Just okay. Let me just go on to the issue here. The issue: school districts around the country are risking our children's health and safety by partnering with telecom giants Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T to install cell towers directly under school grounds in exchange for monetary gains. Uh, you, I'm sure you've seen them, or maybe you haven't. A lot of farmlands uh, around the country have a you know 
clearly taken it. I'm wondering how much money they're offering the people that live on these farms. I've seen it in California. I've seen it here in Texas that have these huge unsightly 5G towers and on their property. It's just awful. It makes me really sad. Um, sorry, let me continue going on here. Yet scientific literature confirms that the harms of RF radiation on children's health and no long-term studies exist that show 5G is safe. In fact, experts in the fields of human health and telecommunications recommend a minimum distance of uh, 1640 feet between cell towers and school grounds. Scientific, scientific evidence of harm. Scientific literature clearly documents the adverse health effects of RF exposure, including developmental delays, memory and attention deficits, heightened risk from type 2 diabetes, and changes to the blood predictive, uh, uh, to the blood predictive of cancer. Learn all about the health risks of wireless technology here. Cell towers and small cells are also pose considerable fire safety threats, compounding the existing risk to our school when placed near schools. Take action, blah, blah, blah. So that's CHDs is, uh, actually, let me read. I just clicked into the article from that article about wireless exposure has a negative effect on your health and the health of your children. Decades of science, especially over the past 20 years, have found strong evidence of two types of brain tumors statistically correlated to cell phone radiation. The first, always malignant and usually fatal, GBMs or glioblastomas were once extremely rare tumors. They are increasingly in the public eye through familiar names like Senator John McCain, Senator Ted Kennedy, famed attorney Johnny Cochran, and Biden's son, Bo Biden, former attorney general for the state of Delaware. The second tumor correlated to the suffering radiation is usually benign tumor of the auditory nerve, acoustic neuromas. Research also connects thyroid tumors, oxidative stress, DNA damage, sperm damage, leaks in the blood-brain barrier, which is supposed to protect our brains from toxins and cognitive impairment. Research has found that some individuals are particularly sensitive to radio frequency radiation, RFR, which can cause tinnitus, ringing in ears, headaches, fatigue, sleep disruption, vertigo, ADHD symptoms, cognitive impairment, and loss of memory. This syndrome or constellation of neurological symptoms is referred to as electrosensitivity EHS. The U.S. Accessory Board, which acknowledges sensitivity as a disability beginning 20 years ago, refers to it as electromagnetic sensitivity, EMS. I'm like out of breath. <laughs> oh, I want to make sure I cover enough of this that um, I'm not just skimming over it because I think it's important to learn about 5G. Um, and it makes me wonder, like, 4G and 3G. It just makes sense to me that it's going to sound really dumb because I'm not great with words, obviously, half the time. Um, but it makes sense to me that the more you ramp up the G's, <laughs> if you will, that the more it will affect humans. I mean, it's just, it's not a natural occurrence, I believe. Um, yeah. So let me see here. Experts for, uh, also, excuse me, experts from within the government, as well as academy, academia studying the U.S. diplomats Havana syndrome symptoms suggest RF EMF radio frequency electromagnetic radiation is likely the cause. Scientists have been warning in greater and greater numbers about the late lessons learned from early warnings among tobacco, asbestos, DDT, which is dichlorodiphyl something, and lead. Substances presumed safe and touted as safe by the also uh, uh, baby powder. Don't put that in there. I'm pretty sure that might be. Anyway. Substances presumed safe and touted as safe by the industries behind them left scars on the health uh, and well-being of millions of consumers of those products. In the beginning, doctors advised cigarettes as relaxing. Asbestos was synonymous with fire safety. 
Advertisements from manufacturers of DDT feature an ad with a woman representing a maternal figure standing next to a singing cow. DDT is good for me. And lead has a left legacy of robbing children of intellectually resilient features. Telecom communication industry has is no exception. Let me see what this DDT is good for me thing. It's a link. Oh, that's funny. It literally, let me see. If, uh, let me put the touch screen on y'all. Can you see that? Yeah, you can kind of see that. So it's like an ad from the 1950s. <laughs> uh, what in the world? Oh, I see. Oh, I think my friend was talking about this. The ad says, uh, propaganda. Well, I guess back, I, again, I don't know if they knew that it was as bad back then. Uh, I don't know, probably the same thing as 5G where we don't have a lot of research. Um, or we do, but we don't. The great expectations held for DDT have been realized. During 1946, exhaustive scientific tests have shown that, when properly used, DDT kills a host of destructive insect pests and is a benefactor of all humanity. Wow, really? Pensalt produces DDT and its products in all standard forms and is now one of the country's largest producers of this amazing insecticide. Today, everyone can enjoy added comfort, health, and safety through the insect killing powers of Pensalt DDT products. And DDT is only one of Pensalt's many chemical products, chemical products which benefit industry, farm, and home. It has a, it says good for steers. Beef grows meatier nowadays for it's a scientific fact that compared to untreated cattle, beef steers gain up to 50 pounds extra when protected, when protected from horn flies and many of their pests with DDT insecticides. Oh my Lord. I mean that alone. Wow. I feel like 1950s is when stuff really started to get effed up, like with our food supply, uh, microwaves, the invention of microwaves. And then the 60s was a whole sexual revolution, which ruined humanity about sex and all that stuff. Um, so I really feel like the 50s and is where the uh, they got somebody lit that fire of killing the world and everyone in it. Like removing God from schools and whatnot. I think it was around that time as well. Also says, good for fruits, bigger apples, juicier fruits that are free from unsightly worms. Oh no, something so normal and and uh, showing naturalness of an apple is having a worm in it. All benefits resulting from DDT's dust and sprays. Yay. Knocks out for the home. I guess it's a brand of their chemical, a different um, name for it or something. Helps to make healthier, more comfortable homes. Protects your family from dangerous insect pests. Use knocks out DDT powders and sprays as directed. Then watch the bugs bite the dust. <laughs> Good for row crops. 20 more, 25 more barrels of potatoes per acre. Actual DDT tests have shown crops increases like this. DDT dusts and sprays help truck farmers pass these gains along to you. Oh, how nice. Knocks out for dairies. Up to 20% more milk, more butter, more cheese. Tests prove greater milk production when dairy cows are protected from the annoyance of many insects with DDT insecticides like knocks out stock and barn spray. And the last one says knocks out for industry, food processing plants, laundries, dry cleaning plants, hotels, dozens of industries gain effective bug control, more pleasant work conditions with Pensalt DDT products. Again, this is an ad literally from the, wish I had the year on it. Does it have the year on it? No from the i think 50s so you know little do they know i'm assuming they didn't know by the way great tv series to watch is uh the terminal list on amazon holy crap it is fantastic 
Chris Pratt stars in it. And I believe he also directed or produced it. Um, and it is, you know, one of those shows that is great from the episode one to, I think it goes to like episode eight. Um, I can't remember how long the episodes are. I think they're long, like an hour, I believe, or something, but they're just, they're, they're suspenseful. It's just, it's excellent because it deals with, uh, I, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil it, but it's right up my alley and I think it's fantastic and you should definitely watch it. I heard it was popular and I was skeptical just because what nowadays uh, a TV shows or movies is going to be good. I'll, you know, with the exception of Top Gun. So where did I leave off on this uh, health children's health defense.org website article? Um, this is also the website that put out the documentary Vaxxed. I highly recommend that you watch it. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, let's see here. Yeah. With each one of these environmental medical harms, industries that produce the substances rallied behind their claims of safety, even when internal company documents, many instances revealed that the companies had known for decades their products were anything but safe. Oh, okay, there we go right there. I was asking myself earlier if the companies actually knew that DDT and other products and whatnot were unsafe and apparently that uh, they had known for decades that their products were anything but safe. Again, uh, not surprised at all there. Um, unfortunately, the world is an evil place and, you know, it's been a whole effort for me to purge our home of fragrance. Uh, what else? I mean, fragrance is a big one though. Uh, seed oils, hmm, mm, aluminum, like deodorant and whatnot. It definitely is a huge effort because I mean, let's see, I purged, I stopped wearing normal deodorant. I use the crystal deodorant now. It works for me. My husband claims that it doesn't work on him as much, but I'm like, are you really ruling it on there? Um, you know, that getting rid of the fragrance that is fragrances isn't everything. Start looking at your lotion bottles, your body wash, your, um, I think shampoo and conditioner is going to be a harder one to jump away from, uh, because first of all, there's so many out there to pick from. <clears throat> I know that you can do the whole no poo thing, which is no shampoo. And it's this weird, like crunchy method. <clears throat> I haven't done that yet. That's like super crunchy in my opinion, but I'm not against that by any means. I, people that do that all more, more power to them. Um, I would like to put our cats on raw food because I know, you know, our cats are having medical problems that the vets, like can't figure out what it is. <clears throat> and I know we had our neighbor in San uh, California that had a couple of cats and he had them out on a raw food diet and, you know, raved about it. I looked up how to do all that. And it's definitely very involved. Um, granted it takes up not, once you get it going, it's like an hour a week to actually make the food. <clears throat> but I'm concerned about um, making sure that the meat that I get is like organic and the best for them. There are websites you can order it from. Like there's this one website that has a lot of raw dog type food for, you know, dogs, obviously, which is like all sorts of um, meat, like, I don't know, uh, venison, buffalo, is that the same thing? Um, rabbit, um, et cetera. So I don't know. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that because there's a lot of storage space that you need for that. And uh, not just the money thing, but I'm like about to be a full-time mother and there's no way I'd love to, like, I'd really love to. There is a pet food store here locally that does sell at least one brand of raw food for cats that I'm interested in looking into. Even though I, you know, if I had it my way, I'd, I would love to make it myself because um, I love that. I love stepping away from, you know, some, some forum, some person said that they believe all 
animal food is basically poison. And I, I definitely believe that a hundred percent. Like the cat food we have our cat on is supposed to help our cat lose weight or like, I'm not sure about lose. Yeah. Lose weight. And it does absolutely nothing. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I know it's the culprit of his health issues. So uh, very soon here, we're going to be going to that food store to get him some uh, raw cat food. If you have any, if you've ever done the raw food thing for your animal, um, I, was, I would say leave me a comment on my subscribe star. We have to be a subscribe star subscriber, which you should be a subscribe, subscribe, subscribe star subscriber. <laughs> you can leave comments there or leave a comment on my YouTube, which this should be on YouTube. Um, I thought to say Vimeo. I'm not on Vimeo. Uh, Rumble and Odyssey. Anyway, <clears throat> let's see here. La de la. It has taken decades for science to catch up with technologies or products for which the consequences warranted earlier warnings. There's now a robust body of science showing harm. Proof of harm is increasing, yet the RF radiation guidelines, which are not true safety guidelines, only address the thermal effects of ra RF radiation. Because it takes heat to directly break the bonds of DNA, the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, along with its unofficial collaborative partner, International Commission on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection, in Europe set regulatory limits as if there were no non-thermal effects. Those regulatory limits have never changed since there were they were implemented in 1996 and despite of five generations of wireless. So this is obviously quite a long article um, about EMF wireless health impacts. I wish I could read it all, but it's a lot. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend reading this. I'll try to remember to reference it in my podcast notes. Educate yourself on 5G and how um, it is going to affect you. And I've noticed that there's some certain 5G towers locally that are in like lower income areas. And it's just no surprise to me. Like how many people are living their life, you know, throwing endocrine disruptors on yourself, you know, either consuming it by eating it or rubbing it on your skin because things that you put on your skin are absorbed into you. So, um, example, I went to go buy a bassinet for the soon to be baby on Craigslist. And it was in this, I feel like it's a lower income area. Um, really nice couple. As soon as I opened their, or they opened their door to their house and I walked in to pick up the stuff, I was like, why does that smell? It doesn't smell like poop or anything like really foul, but it definitely, it was very overwhelming. And, um, you know, I didn't have time to process what it was. They were cleaning the sheets that they were giving me from the bassinet. Uh, they weren't dry yet. So they gave them to me and whatever. So I'm driving home and I start getting like a slight headache. Not that I really smelled it in the car because it was in the back. But when I got home, I went to go put the sheets that they gave me into our dryer to finish drying them. And I smelled them and I was like, oh my Lord, the amount of fragrance that is caked into these baby sheets is shocking. And it just makes me sad as these people that are living in this like fragrance engulfed life that is in, um, fucking up your system, endocrine disruptor. Um, actually, I have that in my notes here. There's a wonderful lady. Uh, by the way, I've washed those sheets twice now and they still smell, like still smell. Two different detergents too. And I'm, I'm hanging outside now with the uh, sunlight on them, beaming on them. Hopefully just scorch that crap out because it smells, I mean, it is strong. Like I know when you go to like lower income Hispanic neighborhoods, there's that smell of um, like detergent that is, I'm pretty sure the detergent they use, like the Hispanic detergent, I don't know the brand, but it's just like reeks of that, like that fragrance. 
Um, where do I have it? I have my somewhere in my notes here. Oh, uh, it's in this email. Let's see. Uh, this is a, uh, Instagrammer from, uh, one of my favorites, just.ingredients. She has like this, you can tell she's loaded and has made a living off of creating her own deodorant and all this stuff. And I'm just like observing her the other day. And I'm like, how do you get to that level of creating your own like protein powder, uh, deodorant, shaving oil or something? I'm like, I'm impressed, but I'm like, I, 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 this, I wonder how much money this lady has made because she's definitely got a big following. It makes me jealous. I'm like, how did you do it? I'm just not a person that like is able to market myself in any capacity like that where you're popular. I don't know. But I know God um, didn't have that lined up for me, so I'm not really highly concerned about that. Um, let me, since this is, this is, uh, did I not link it? That sucks. Well, it's from the lady's Instagram. I'm not going to pull up the Instagram right now because I didn't. I, I copied and pasted it from her Instagram. Oh, wait, no, I can actually do that. I'll go to her. I'm like going back and forth here. Instagram. No, I don't want notifications. I could care less. I tr I don't have any notifications on my phone. I'm like, do I really need to be distracted even more? Do I need to be in my phone even more than I already am? No, this is her uh, Instagram, but the, uh, I don't know. It's somewhere down here. I'm not going to find it because I copy pasted an email. It's all about BPA. Oops, that's the wrong thing I wanted to grab. What is BPA? BPA stands for a bicephenol. A. BPA is an industrial chemical that has been used to make certain plastics and resins. BPA studies. One study observed that women with frequent miscarriages had about three times as much BPA in their blood as women with successful pregnancies. Two. I don't need to say that. I just keep reading. Studies of women undergoing fertility treatments showed that those with higher levels of BPA have proportionally lower egg production and are up to two times less likely to become pregnant. Among couples undergoing in vitro fertilization, IVF, men with the highest BPA levels were 30 to 46% more likely to produce lower quality embryos. A study found that men with higher BPA levels were three to four times more likely to have a low sperm concentration and low sperm count. Another report shows a 27 to 135% greater risk of high blood pressure in people with high BPA levels. In a study, higher BPA levels were linked to 68 to 130% higher risk of type 2 diabetes. Uh, overweight women may have BPA levels 47% higher than those of their normal weight counterparts. BPA is in many of our products today, and we can't completely avoid it, but we can reduce our exposure to it. Uh, this was an article, I believe, on her Instagram about using or rather not using plastic containers. Yeah, she talks a lot about switching from plastic to um, glass, kind of like Pyrex storage containers. But she's this, again, this is one of my favorite Instagrams. It's just basically removing fragrance from your life entirely, pesticides. She's It's just one of the most wonderful Instagrams because it's actually informative. Talks about, you know, switches you can do for, um, let's see, just everything, like, Instead of this lotion, you can use this lotion. Again, I don't know how much he's like being paid by his products to uh, market them or advertise them. I don't think it's that. Although some of them are, but not a lot. Like not using a plastic soap bottle, using a glass soap bottle, um, switching your like Clorox cleaners to something more clean, um, using dryer balls instead of dryer sheets. You know, it's just incredible looking at this because you start to realize, look around your house, how much of your items are have fragrance or 
hormone disruptors in it. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's everywhere, honestly, the amount of like, it seems like to be, like I said, a depopulation agenda, honestly, because like a lot of it is about, you know, fertility. Yeah. Don't use food dyes, by the way, either. Horrible. Um, there's a TED talk about that. Did I talk about that? I don't think I did. TED talk about food dyes that I found to be, you know, informative and also zero surprised. Um, it's called, it's a TED, TEDx Talks is a channel and it's the, the video is called The Effects of Artificial Food Dyes by Re Dr. Rebecca Bevins. <clears throat> I highly recommend you go check that one out. Um, where did I leave off on? Oh, the, yeah, DDT, we're good with that. And then I read this whole NPR article about the uh, 5G, or is it? Yeah, 5G cell tower to schools, godsend or god awful. Of course, the end of their article being like how they entered it was, I understand the argument of an abundance of caution. Being cautious is appropriate, but we need to make sure that there's a real risk here. Being like, is there really that much of a risk with 5G here? Yeah. I mean, they do inform you a little bit about, um, I guess, 5G. Not as much as children's self-defense, obviously. <clears throat> but it's funny they left the article off on. We need to be really sure that there's a threat here. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, I have all these random links pulled up. This is insanity. It's just like racism and, and race has nothing to do with Lord of the Rings. This is Elijah Wood tweeting this out. I know it's a screenshot, but I, I've definitely seen this on his Twitter to confirm it. Elijah Wood tweeted out, you are all welcome here. Uh, hashtag rings of power. And they're wearing a shirt that has, I guess, elven language on it. I don't know what it says. Probably I am woke as fuck. It has all these elf ears on it, and all the elf ears are different shades of uh, skin colors. Black, I don't know, Hispanic, uh, Japanese, white. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's so woke, bro. Like, nah. Um, should I keep going? Should I keep going, you guys? Yeah, this is, I, I, I don't know, should I? I'm just going to read some of these headlines. If you want to watch them yourself, go for it. Illinois will no longer arrest criminals for robberies, burglaries, and much more. This is done by Armory.tv. I think his name is Colloin. I don't know, what, what a weird name. He's pretty freaking based. He loves guns and really is one of the best. If you're clueless about guns, I highly recommend checking out his channel. Um, this is like a whole podcast about uh, uplifting other YouTubers and whatnot, which I have no problem with, or uh, social media peeps. Um, he has, it's just, just, if you're clueless, he's very informative about actual gun rights and laws that are out there, not, you know, BSing it. Yeah. So under this law going into effect, crimes such as aggravated batteries, robberies, burglaries, hate crimes, aggravated DUIs, vehicular homicide, drug-induced homicides, all drug offenses, including delivery of fentanyl and trafficking cases, which what are not eligible for detention, no matter the severity of the crime or the defendant's risk to a specific person or the community, unless the people, which is capitalized the word people there, prove by clear and convincing evidence the person has a high likelihood of willful flight or to avoid prosecution. How bizarre is that? It has the reference here from rrstar.com. <laughs> Yeah, and they also call that act the Safety Act, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, 
ridiculousness. Isn't that Illinois governor? Isn't that Lightfoot, Illinois governor? I think I might be wrong here. Oh, the governor is Pritzker? Oh, my Lord. You guys know who Pritzker is, right? Who is the governor? Am I just not saying it? Yeah, I think it's this guy. Governor Pritzker. Illinois mayor demands apology for... No, wait. Hold on. No, it is governor. That is the governor, I think. Yes. <sighs> Illinois governor. Yeah, it is. Okay. I just want to really confirm it is. Uh, Pritzker is one of those dudes. Oh, man, you just got to watch it. <laughs> this is like a whole uh, podcast about my YouTube history. Pritz. So. Pritzker. Watch this video. It's called, I wish I could play it. Um, it is audio doesn't play when I stream. I can't remember how to do that, but um, it's called follow the money Pritzker money all the way, baby. And the YouTube channel is justice for Nicole N I C H O L E. Again, it's a 12 minute video. Not that long. It totally follows the money when it comes to the Pritzkers. Um, and uh, they, this woman who did this video definitely did her research it's really good and shows all, the, shows all the political ties to this guy. I think, I think one of them is tranny now. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's most of my articles I have pulled up for now. Um, I'm not going to say thank you for listening because I always put the commercial at the end there. And I think I messed up the audio from last week. My husband let me know that I messed that up because I think I was just rushing through editing it or something. I apologize for that. That's annoying. Nobody wants to hear that. But if you got through that far, kudos to you anyway. Um. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Keep hanging in there. Please get your kid out of public school because public schools are horrific. Um, they're just going to indoctrinate your child. Why would you throw your child to the wolves? Um, you know, I, I used to speak at um, school board meetings to call them out on their policies and what they do. But at this point, I think the public school thing is just a lost cause. You know, I'm, I, I'm going to still support people that try to fight that. But once you watch and once you realize public schools have been captured for decades now, uh, there's a documentary I watched recently called indoctrination. Uh, I want to make sure I get it correct. Cause there's a couple of films called indoctrination. I want to make sure I say it to you accurately because it's really good. Indoctrination public schools and the decline of Christianity in America. That's the full name of the documentary came out in like 2011. I believe, I, I believe. Yeah. Really well done. And I thought I knew everything about public schools, to be honest, especially after watching Mind Polluters and Whose Children Are They? But this one really goes into the history of public schools and how they have been corrupted by Marxism and all sorts of awfulness. And basically removing God out of public schools has had a detrimental effect on how schools run their whole system. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a really important film to watch, I believe. You know, the other two are very disturbing, obviously, kind of similar. But I think the indoctrination one is actually the best out of the three. I would watch all three of them, to be honest. If you have a kid in public school, I think it's kind of your duty uh, to watch those films because they are incredibly exposing the agenda, agendas that they're pushing in public schools. And it's it kind of kills me seeing my niece and nephews um, in public school. And I know that it's difficult to homeschool and most people have, you know, two jobs, like the husband and wife. So it's harder to 
easier said than done. But I think this is something that's so entirely worth like upheaving your life and changing it to get your kid out of public school because your kid is going to come out as a different person. Like, I mean, granted, I came out of it not entirely effed up. And I guess it is possible um, to have a child go through the public school system and not come out messed up. But at the same time, I think you're, you're just risking so much and whatever, you know, people can do whatever, the, the uplift, not uplifting, but uh, raising a child however they want. But I, you know, when it comes to me, I'm not going to be doing any sort of public school stuff. Absolutely not. No way in hell. Homeschool all the way, baby. Uh, anyhow. So yeah, I guess that's all for now. Um, thanks so much for listening or, and or watching. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, keep hanging in there and, uh, God bless. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast and making it this far into it. You can support my podcast and what I do many a ways. Head to my website, which is lindsayplatotionart.com forward slash shop. There's all sorts of goodies you can buy there on my website, like the skeptic pin, the adult human female pin, the adult human male pin. There's all sorts of uh, embroidery goodies and crafty goodies that I make myself that you can support by purchasing these items. Or head to mysubscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens and become a rational revolutioneer where you can support my podcast with a monthly subscription or head to paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens, where you can leave a one-time donation or multiple, however you want to do it. A free way to help out this podcast is to share this podcast on social media with your friends or leave a Apple podcast review, which just head to Apple podcasts, scroll down, leave a five-star review and write up a little comment. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast in whatever way you're able to support it. Until next time, party people.